So I'd like to respond to the title, Moses, Prince of Egypt. It was a title to a movie. Can't say I watched the movie, but when the title to a movie is false, it takes away a lot of the motivation to want to see the movie. And what do I mean by saying that that title, Moses, Prince of Egypt, is false? So let's look at how Moshe viewed himself, how the man on the street viewed Moshe, and how the Pharaoh viewed Moshe. Moshe himself. What is the first time that we find Moshe acting on his own, rather than being found in the water or being nursed? But where do we find Moshe doing something? Well, the text describes that Moshe went out to see the fate of his brethren. Who were those brethren? Clear from the text, Moshe was checking on the Jews. And as is evident in the uh, story surrounding that section, Moshe was defending a Jew from being beaten by an Egyptian. His brethren were the Jews. Moshe did not view himself as Egyptian nobility or royalty, but rather as a Hebrew being reared in the Pharaoh's palace. Next, how did the man on the street view Moshe? So we find in that same passage, Moshe challenging one Jew for hitting another, and they turn to him and challenge him as to what are you going to do about it and who are you who made you the boss over us? So let's stop and pause for a minute. What do you mean, who made you the boss over us? If he is being presented as an Egyptian prince, if he's viewed viewed as a son or a stepson, an adopted son of the Pharaoh, then how is a Jew in Egypt at this juncture, where the Jews are the slaves of the Egyptians, how is a Jew challenging Moshe's right to criticize them? Clearly, they are not viewing Moshe as a prince of Egypt. And then let's look at at how the Pharaoh views Moshe. So Moshe has killed this Egyptian taskmaster, and now the Pharaoh has to react. So, if Moshe is a prince, and Pharaoh is the emperor of the world with no concerns as to any democratic process or anybody else who's going to get in the way of his decision how to react to this offense done by the prince, we can expect the proverbial slap on the wrist, uh, some type of strong rebuke. Okay, Moshe, you got to stop this kind of behavior. It doesn't look good for us. Uh, maybe some degree of punishment. But that's it. I mean, the story was told not so long ago about a prince in the Saudi Arabian palace who was driving his motorcycle indoors and smashing up uh, royal furniture and causing tens of thousands of dollars of damage. And, okay, so maybe his motorcycle was taken away. But that's it. You don't, you don't imprison a prince, for destroying property or for destroying one of the low-ranking officers of your society. What does the Paro actually threaten Moshe? Uh, Moshe has to flee Egypt because he's to fear for his life. Paro has threatened to kill him, according to the Midrash, and Paro actually attempted to kill him. And Moshe is leaving Egypt due to the fact that he is being punished as if he were any other man on the street who had killed a fellow Egyptian. Clearly, the Pharaoh is not treating Moshe as a prince of Egypt. The Pharaoh doesn't treat him that way, the man on the street doesn't treat him that way, and most importantly, Moshe doesn't view himself that way. Despite Hollywood's portrayals, Moshe knows who he really is. The bigger question is, do we know who we really are?